and welcome to the Fanatic Podcast, episode 33, the podcast where we put strange pauses in our sentences. I am Pausey Pete, and I am here to tell you all about the Fanatic starring John Travolta and directed by Fred Durst. And I am Stoppy Sam. <laughs> the other host of the podcast i hate this bit (laughs) (laughs) this is so bad this is an awful bit i immediately regret it hey friends i'm aya at tech waifu on twitter and just about everywhere else i'm I'm tim at wembembo yeah i'm joined by my friend tim who rudely interrupted me there fucking we've been doing this for 33 weeks now tim you should know you should know you should know that I love you very much, and I, I love this time that we have together. What are we doing this week, Tim? Well, we're doing the same thing we do every week, are you? We try to take over the world. And also watch the Fanatic Star and John Travolta. And Devin Sauer. And Devin Sauer. And Anna Golger. And Anna Golger. And Jacob Grodnick. And Jacob fucking Grodnick! Shout out to Jacob. I, I'm, um, I, I'm so hyped for Jacob Grodnick just because he came on the show, you know? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. aware of this stupid thing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If you're listening to Jacob, I'm so sorry. Uh, right. Uh, so, oh yeah, vibe check. How are you doing? Surprisingly good mood today, all things considered, Timothy. Um, I'm about to watch the Fanatic Star and John Travolta, so we'll see what happens. How are you doing? You know, I'm not bad. I've got the day off work tomorrow. Moist. So I'm probably going to edit. Did you just fucking award that with the word moist? <laughs> moist. Spending I, too much time with Jack again, dude. I hate that word. So. Yeah, I used to hate it, and then Jack happened. Right, so you've just become desensitised to it then. Yeah. Right, I hate it. I I'm, hate that word. I'm going to desensitize you to it so you won't hate it anymore. All right, cool. I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse. It'll be Stockholm syndrome, it's fine. All right, fine. Uh, so, we have both got objectives this week. Yes. So let's, I want to hear about yours. So, I, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, which I know Timothy here does, mm-hmm. I'm doing a thing right now. I, I bought some really cute little cat stationery, like little letters that you uh, oh, yeah. write, write messages and fold them up and then send them off to friends. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, what if I came up with an objective where I thought about each character and if they were to do something like this, if they were to like just write a little letter to someone, who would they write it to and what would it be about? Okay, well, we already know that Moose writes a letter um, to Hunter. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to ignore that. Moose, Moose's letter to Hunter, yes, of course. But, I mean, I on these letters, I can write maybe five lines at most. Like, literally. Oh, so it's short I, letters. I can write two tweets at max, like, worth of text. Okay. So, like, I'm kind of trying to think, you know, who would they write to and what would it be about, you know? It's just kind of concise, nice message to let your friends know you're thinking about them. Okay, that's a really wholesome objective. Yeah, uh, mine is very not wholesome. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so I watched a video earlier of uh, funny last words. Oh no! And uh, so I am thinking. So I've put some examples. Okay. Um, so, for example, uh, the convicted murderer James French moments before his execution. His last words were, "Hey fellas, how about this for a headline tomorrow on tomorrow's paper? French okay. fries." <laughs> oh my god! Stuff like that. We've got. Uh, Thomas J. Grasso, who is also a convicted murderer, uh, after he ate his last meal on death row, he said, I did not get my SpaghettiOs. I got spaghetti. I want the press to know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, there's... I shouldn't be laughing at people's laugh words live on a podcast right now. The, these guys are trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, there's. I've got three more examples here. I've got, uh, you know, the author and philosopher Voltaire? Yeah. Uh, so... 
a priest asked him if he wanted to denounce Satan um, in his moments before passing, and his final words were, "Now is now is not the time to make enemies." <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> I love that. So, um, and I guess you're going to come up with like funny last words that each character would say. Then, exactly. Yeah, I have two more here that I'd just like to read off before on, we then. before we brass that off. Um, I've got Oscar Wilde. Mm-hmm. Um, his famous last words I were... I know his last words, but go on. Yeah, the, this wallpaper and I are fighting in a duel to the death. Either it goes or I do. And <laughs> yeah. he died. Um, <laughs> the wallpaper then, literally killed Oscar Wilde. It did. Um, then the last one I've got here is... Um, so there's a, there's a poet called Henrik Ibsen. Um, and when he was on his deathbed, he, he had some visitors and the nurse said, he's feeling a little better. And his last words were, on the contrary, and then he died. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's how I want to die. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. (laughs) Literally the greatest death of all time. Yeah, just on the contrary, and then peace. (laughs) Oh, you're doing better. Well, actually... <laughs> I love this. There you go. So, uh, my objective is going to be to think of some last words for the characters. Okay. All right. That's definitely a thing. Yeah. Uh, cool. Right. Let's get on with the movie. We'll see everyone in <sighs> an hour and a half where we'll have come up with our objective results. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome back to the Fanatic Pod where we just got done with watch 33. 33 watches this movie. You know what that means, Tim? If we do some basic primary school level math... Okay. We have 19 left. That's not bad. That is less than 20. I can confirm that much. Less than 20, man. Uh, Yeah. That's that's kind of wild because if you think about where... um, uh, if you th- if you think about where we were, like week one to twenty, we were. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a little well, bit crazy to think about. I don't know how I'm gonna feel at episode fifty one. I don't know how I'm gonna feel when it ends either. We keep talking about this, but it's going to be the end of an era. It's gonna it feel is. weird not logging on once a week to watch this movie. It is gonna. It's gonna feel very strange, and a part of me is thinking that's why I want to do a season two. Yeah, but like I said, obviously there'll be a break between season one and season two to get yeah. our like, mental health recover. But also, I think like after a year or so, I think we should like do a nostalgia rewatch where we come back to the movie like after a year of not watching it and just watch it one more time for old time's sake, you know? Makes sense. I think that'll be kind of interesting to do. It could be fun. Uh, so, Aya, we had we both had objectives this week. We did. Uh, do you want to start off with yours? Also, vibe check. How are you doing? Honestly, not bad. It was a long watch, but I like I mentioned in the preamble. I'm like writing these little notes to my friends. Uh, I was writing notes throughout the watch as well. So, like, it's kept my my motivation and positivity high. Um, how about you, Tim? Uh, the watch felt long. It it felt like a lot. Like there was a point where where even you said. 
how we only hear. 50 minutes into the movie, and it felt like we should have been in the final scene, honestly. Yeah, but other than that, I feel fine. Yeah, yeah. I feel fine. I got my objective done. You got your objective done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with your objective. Uh, my objective was to come up with a, uh, an idea of, of who each character would write a letter to, uh, a letter of positivity or gratitude or something along those lines to, um, and who what they would be talking about. So I wanted to avoid characters writing letters to other characters, but in some cases it was inevitable. Uh, I've got one main character writing a letter to one main character and another main character writing a letter to a sub, like a secondary character, but the rest are all non-characters. Okay. So I think I did a good job. Uh, Moose, he's writing a letter to Leah. I think that just makes the most sense. Makes sense. Uh, telling her how much he appreciates her friendship, everything she does for him, lending him her money, etc. And he's just trying to you know, do, uh, show gratitude to his best friend, his only friend maybe even. Yeah. Um, Aaron is writing a letter to whoever his Hollywood contact is that helps him get the actors and stuff into his store for the signings, etc. It's obviously quite a small store, not very much foot traffic, so the fact he gets anyone at all to come is quite impressive. Yeah, must have, must have a good contact who's writing to them. I think that's that's a, that's a good call. Yeah, uh, Leah is writing a letter to her college journalism and photography teachers. Um, so you know, just you know, telling them about the success she's seeing as a journalist and as a photographer. Maybe sending them some of her work, you know, and just thanking them for like teaching her to do what she does. Cool. Um, Hunter is writing a letter to Brenda. This is the other character who's writing to uh, another character, uh, and he's just writing to her to apologize, try to make amends, let her, let you know, see how Dan is getting on, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's very you know. sentimental. Yeah. Uh, Todd is writing a letter to his acting teacher from acting school and he's telling him all about how he now lives in Hollywood and he's like he's worked on Broadway and he's like this famous actor that thousands of people see every night not giving the full details as to the actual nature of his job which is that he's a street performer and stealing money of course but he's writing a letter to his, his, his actor telling him all about his success in Hollywood which is mostly fabricated Sure. Uh, Slim is writing a letter to his mum just saying that he misses her, wants to come home soon. He's fell out with his best friend, Todd, and doesn't really have anywhere to stay right now. Uh, so he's going to be uh, coming back home to see his mum. Okay. And Dick is writing a letter to Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw is uh, the 2010's best pitcher for the LA Dodgers. And wow. he's writing him a letter very much like what Mac wrote <laughs> to Ryan Howard. I like the fact that Dick <laughs> is slowly understanding <laughs> what the Dodgers are. And now, in... he's, a, now he's a big fan of Clayton Kershaw. It's fantastic. That's really cool. He's getting to know the team. <laughs> yeah, character development. Dick is evolving over the course of this podcast. It's great. We get, we're giving him some character because Lord knows he needs some. Yeah, he deserves some as well. Yeah. Uh, my objective was to come up with the last words that each character would say before they die. Before that, you didn't tell me what you thought of my medium. Did I do a good job, Tim? I think you did a great job. Okay, awesome. That's what I, yeah. think I needed the instant gratification. You, you didn't give that it vindication. to me. Yeah, and you didn't give it to me, so I had to, I had to like fish for it <laughs> anyway tim uh how'd your objective go so i it went well um i've told a bit of a story with two of them Ooh. um i know um so moose the obvious one is i am not a stalker yep yeah i, I think he'd want that to be like oh, do you want to reiterate what the objective was because that sounds really weird out of context yeah so uh, as mentioned at the beginning of the episode i have uh my objective was to come up with the last words of each character uh before if they die uh, is it on death row or just dying in general? Just in general. Okay, right. Um, so uh, I've I thought about, you know, 
what the character wants to tell the world before they before they go out or what's happening in their life in the movie, maybe outside of the movie. You know, um, or maybe how they're dying, I guess, or something, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Moose, I've got I Am Not A Stalker. I feel like he'd want that to be, like, his final say on the matter. Yep. Um, Moose, I've got uh, don't, Just Don't Hurt My Son, and then he is promptly shot by Moose. Did you, <laughs> did you mean Hunter? Because you said Moose then. So Hunter says, don't hurt my son. Yeah, you said Moose says, don't hurt my son. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hunter says, don't hurt my son, and then he's promptly shot or stabbed by Moose. Okay. Right. Um, Todd, I call that ball, and he's doing something dumb. <laughs> like he's going base <laughs> jumping he, or something. He's going to backflip off the Golden Gate Bridge saying, I call this ball. And like, he just dies immediately afterwards. <laughs> okay. Um, Aaron, I've got Slim. What are you doing with a gun? Oh, because Slim's rubbing him. Exactly. Yep. And then Slim says, I swear, officer, I'm not armed, but I did rob the place. And then he's shot by the police. Okay. Cool. Uh, Laura? Li- Laura? Leah? Yeah. I don't know where Laura came from. Um, so I've put in my notes here that I feel like Leah would be the type to post, I want to die on Twitter. Right? Yeah, no, no she, she's got that millennial kind of suicidal ideation humor that we all kind of have, where it's yeah. like, every five minutes is like, oh, I wish I was dead, lol. Uh, yeah, she's definitely got that kind of humor. So I, I've put that she's on her deathbed and she just says the words cha-ching for me you know <laughs> <laughs> sweet relief bitches <laughs> and then uh the last one i've got here is dick um now dick uh has entered a contest and he's won the prize and he says all right i won some dodgers tickets and then he's struck <laughs> by lightning <laughs> <laughs> Dick and the Dodgers, baby. He's never going to find out what the Dodgers are. For, for reference, Dick at no point in the movies ever said he doesn't know what the Dodgers are. No, there's the one do- line. The word Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. There's one line where he stops um, Slim and Todd from bullying Moose in the bathroom. And, and Todd says, um, well, we're not bullying him. We're just talking about the Dodgers, Dick. And that's it. That's the only time they're mentioned. And me and Tim have developed this headcanon that, you know, 20 episodes ago, he had no idea who the Dodgers even were. And over time, he's become like a fan of them, visited their games, and now he's writing letters to them and getting tickets. Like, (laughs) it's a whole really weird, like, subplot we've made for Dick. This is great. It's it's amazing. This is on par with um, the worst idea of all times when they had the Rat King. (laughs) (laughs) Or Paddy Schwartz, dude. Or Paddy Schwartz. Party time. Oh, Um, man. Right. Shall we get into our games? Uh, Before that, Tim. Uh Uh-huh. I want to talk about something. All right. Because every week I say we're going to talk about this and then we just don't. Is it the monks? No, Tim, I want to talk about the knife. Yeah. Can, 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 I, can I talk about the knife just for a moment? Yeah, let, let, okay. do, do, do some context. Okay, so there's a scene in the movie. It's the very last scene. We all hate it. Um, it's like 20 minutes long and he's holding a knife and he comes over and he, he stabs um, Hunter in the chest. Very, very shallow stabs. Just enough to draw blood. Uh, and it does draw blood and you start bleeding through his shirt. Now... The obvious thing here is that this knife is quite clearly a prop knife. It's got like a plastic ring on it. You can literally see the retracting blade. Yeah. However, he actually cuts him and makes him start bleeding. And they reference that blood multiple times. He's actually cut him and he's making him bleed. And when John Travolta pokes the wound, 
Hunter winces. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, yeah, let's clean this blood off, and then he even tastes blood and stuff. Like, he's definitely cut him. He's definitely bleeding through about four holes in his shirt. Hmm. So he's cut him, but the knife is clearly fake. And you would believe, of course, that Moose or even Hunter would own a fake prop knife, right? They're both into movies and horror movies and stuff. Hmm. So... If this is a fake prop knife, which it clearly looks like, would he have cut him? No, but he does cut him. Literally, this is a real knife, and he accidentally st- stabbed him while pretending to stab him. But you can very clearly see the retractable blade in the thing. So is that an error actually in the production? And we need to get Fred Durst on this podcast to shed some light on it. Yes. If anyone has a connection to Fred Durst, uh, please and thanks. Thank I just want to, I want to know about the knife. That's all I care about. Yeah, like, that's what, all we want. Like... Is it meant to be a retractable knife that's just a little bit too sharp so he accidentally cuts him? Or is it meant to be a real knife and it's an error in production showing the retractable blade? Like, there are so many answers here. And this knife, every single week, I flip-flop as to what my theory is. And it's driving me crazy, Tim. The thing is, I could see, like, a retractable blade with, like, some sort of fake, like, prosthetic blood pump on it. But he's actually bleeding. And and we've had this conversation because if that was the case, yes, it would leave the red on his shirt. But but it wouldn't wouldn't spread the way he does either like yeah. over the course of the scene and later on when he's freed and he's like let john travolta out the blood has very clearly still been coming out and it's spread around his shirt in such a way that would only happen if he was it's got bleeding. darker at the stab entry points as well yeah so like, he's absolutely bleeding yeah i don't know i'm going crazy about this tim all right so on okay. the, uh, after aya has now done her pepe sylvia bit <laughs> <laughs> honestly Let's uh, let's go on to some games, and I kind of want to start with Trapdoor this week. Okay, Tim, what's the scene for Trapdoor? So Trapdoor, uh, Trapdoor is a scene where, oh, it's a game rather, where I present Arya with a scene, and then Arya gets to place a trapdoor under any character's feet. That that character then falls through a trapdoor, removing them from the rest of the movie, and Arya then has to explain how the uh, how that affects the movie going forward. Yes. I am going to go with. Uh, what scene do I want to go? I want to go with Julio and Hunt to have a conversation. Okay. Um. Hmm. So this is the scene I'm going to make. The second hunter falls through the trap door. I think you. I think you did that last time we did the scene. <laughs> oh, did, I, did, did I really? Yeah, I think you did. Oh no. Okay, I'll try and be original. I can pick then. a different scene. No, no, no. Let me try and be original. Um. I need to make a checklist of what scenes I have and haven't done. Dora falls through the trap door. Okay, she's off screen. Yes, she's not dead yet either. No, she's not. But she falls through the trap door. And you, it's assuming that she's around somewhere in the house, right? Actually, no, 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 I take it all back. Julio falls through the trap door. Okay. Julio never finds the body at the end of all the right. movie. Uh, and as a result, the police aren't called. And Hunter isn't arrested. And he can take care of things properly, giving a much more satisfying ending to the movie. I've just, I've just given myself the opportunity there to make a very funny editing joke. Oh, no. I did the all right and okay. Lines, so I'm gonna layer them in afterwards. Did, did I say that really? No, I did. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. But no, that's a good answer. I like that. Yeah. Because uh, it does. It would change the course of the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, how about a quick game of who was phone? Yeah. Let's play who was phone. Who phone. was phone? Phone. 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 Who was phone? 
phone. There is a scene in this movie where Hunter Dunbar takes a phone call while Moose is in the closet. Mm-hmm. Moose just come out of the closet already. I've been out of the closet my whole life. You can do it too. Anyway. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, Hunter Dunbar what takes a inspiration. phone call. Yeah, I, I, what can I say? I'm an inspirational person. That's true. That's very not true. Uh, Hunter Dunbar takes a phone call. We have no idea who's on the other end of the phone. And the phone call goes as such. Hi. No, I'm not going to take that gig. They're going to have to pay me more if I'm going to be away from Danny for that long. Um, I kissed the maid again. Whoops, I'm such a goofball. Uh, anyway, I missed your mum. And has someone been around the house um, and the maid has seen him and she's scared about it? Call me later. Tim, I've got but one question for you. Who was phone? So I was thinking this week that Hunter feels like the type of dad who would who would have a band with his friends. Yes, Okay. So I'm going to say he's on the phone to one of his bandmates. They're not a successful band. Is Hunter the lead singer? Hunter is absolutely the lead singer. You know, in the same way that like Macaulay Culkin's got a band? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be the exact same kind of thing. But I think he's the kind of lead singer frontman who also plays the keys, which explains why he's got a piano in his house. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. So he's on the phone to, I'm going to say, the bassist. Okay, that's cool. There you go. That That's an extra bit of uh, expanded canon there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. He's a failing actor who is now trying to start a, mu- a career in music. Yeah, exactly. And the only gimmick the band has is that Hunter Dunbar is in the band. It's kind of like there's that band that Neil, Mu- Neil Buchanan is the frontman of, and they're genuinely kind of a banging band. But have you, you, have you ever listened to Hugh Laurie's jazz album? I have. It's actually it's really, really good. good. Yeah. Um, have you ever listened to Bruce Willis's jazz albums? No. They are fucking atrocious. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> they are awful. Um, we have one more game, and I'm trying... Oh, the scene tweet. Yes. Yeah, scene so, tweet. Tim, there's a scene in this movie, scene 33. And what we're kind of doing is, because this is actually the big, long 20-minute scene we always talk about, mm-hmm. um, or 10 minutes, or however long. I think it's 20 minutes, isn't it? 20. Well, yeah, either way... Um, we're kind of splitting it up, and we're spl- in this in this part of the scene is he comes back into the room, stabs Hunter Dunbar a few times, which we've spoken about, and then starts freaking out. And then he and Hunter argue a little bit, and he pulls out a gas canister and says, "Mr. Blonde," clearly referencing Reservoir Dogs, and starts singing "Stuck in the Middle," "Stuck in the Middle," while he uh, pours water over Hunter Dunbar while Hunter thinks it's gasoline. And we're going to cut it off there. Tim, you have one tweet to describe this section of the scene. How do you do it? So my immediate thought was, God damn, this scene is really 20 minutes. That takes <laughs> up genuinely a quarter of the movie. <laughs> yep. Which is ridiculous yeah. now that I think about it. My second thought was, haha, Moose, Moose has wet the bed. <laughs> That's the one! That's the one. Ahaha, Moose has wet the bed. Yeah. I love that. That's That's the one. That's the that's the tweet. There that's you go. Banger tweet right there. Oh god, Tim, how are you feeling after all of this? Not bad, not bad. If I'm honest, I'm gonna go and play some guilty gear after this. So nice, nice. You know, get get some practicing before Testament comes out, which will be very cool. I'm excited for Testament as well. I'm very excited for Testament. That's like they're out next week. Nice. Um, Good shit. Aya, well, let's let's talk plugs. Have you got your five-star? Have you got your five-star review? I do have a five-star review. Yeah. This week's five-star review was posted by Gevg on Letterboxd on the Sorry, 19th. Gevg. Gevg. G-E-V-G. Thanks, Gevg. Yep. Uh, Gevg, they say, 19, on the 19th of March, 2022, so two days ago as I'm recording this, um, 
Five-star review, my second favorite worst film of all time. Can't review the film anymore? I gotta poo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we That's know it. we've seen at least the first five minutes. Yeah, Gevka's at least seen the first five minutes, yeah. All right, good. Right. Uh, Aya, let's do, let's do plugs. Where can they find you? You can find me on twitter.com slash wembembo. That's twitch.tv slash wembembo. Instagram.com slash wembembo. And I'm wembembo in most places. Make sure to tune into my stream at once. Uh, we, every few weeks when I actually edit these podcasts live, it's kind of a good time. Tim, where can they find you? Well, I you also didn't plug your other podcast. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. I've also got another podcast. It's called the Video Game Club, where me and my me, my brother Joey, and my friend Slade get together every few weeks, and we discuss a video game that we've been playing, very similar to a book club. Perfect. Uh, I uh, you can find me at Tech Waifu on Twitter, uh, Tech Waifu on Instagram, IAPK on Twitch, uh, and you can also find my other podcast, Skilling and Chilling, uh, every. Two weeks? Yes, yep. two weeks. Um, where I should know I'm on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> um, you should... Um, so uh, it's basically a RuneScape-based podcast initially, but it's uh, basically there to... It's three of us, uh, Babe, Jack, Baby Tuna, Bettersmith, uh, and Sam Sheepy, where we just get together and talk shit for an hour, and it helps you get through your grind. Hell yeah. That sounds like a great podcast that I would it's listen to. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see everyone next week, are you? Yeah, we'll see everyone next week when we find a glowing cat and it has all the answers we could ever need. Damn, that sounds like an adventure. It's a hell of an adventure. See you guys next week. See you next week, everyone. Toodles. Bye. Friends. Bye.